HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. This is Michael Harlan Turkel, host of The Food Scene. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Love Bites, coming at you live from Heritage Radio Network. Today is Monday, April 4th. I'm one of your hosts, Jacqueline Raposo. I write about people who make food. You can find my work and me as at wordsfoodart.com. I'm 34 straight and celebrating being single. Yay! Yay! And I am your other host, Ben Rosenblatt. I am an actor, writer, musician, occasional bartender, and server. You can check me out at benrosenblattactor.com. I am 33 straight and also... Celebrating, celebrating singlehood. Single. Yes, we are celebrating being single today. Today's our last show of our second season here at Heritage Radio. And to celebrate, we are going out with a bang and focusing on the reasons why it's awesome to be single in New York City. So after our break, we're going to be joined by Sherry Bayer. She's the founder and president of Bayer Public Relations and the host of Heritage's All in the Industry. So she's going to fill us in on how dating in your 40s is not quite the same as dating in your 30s. And we're going to make her spill about what she wishes her coupled friends would not say to her about all that as our coupled friends say things to us about our uncoupled dumbness i just made <laughs> how many words uncoupled, wait, uncoupled dumbness that's a put it in your dictionary Merriam webster folks yep, get it it's in there coming. so uh so yeah ben we've spent so much time on the show talking about like find about not being single anymore and finding how to do that and how to not be single. Neither, neither of us have ever cried on the show, though. I'm proud of that. We haven't. Oh, I was going to say that should be, I feel like that should be a goal that one of us should try <laughs> to get the other one to cry. What? I don't know. I feel you like. You want to make me cry? Possibly. I feel like you'd be so cute crying oh my on the God, show. Come on. That's <laughs> Maybe. terrible. Jacqueline's goal for season three, to make, make Ben cry. cry. Oh, God. No, um, I, I might not come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And Ben's going to be gone for the first four shows anyway, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But today. Um, yeah, so we spent so much time on the show with the goal of not being single anymore. And I don't know about you, but I sort of mentioned it last week that like it's making me cranky about being single when being single is really awesome a lot of the time. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I necessarily am living with that goal day to day of like. Well, I just feel like on the show, single. like as on like the work of our show, like we're studying relationships and we are trying things out. We've tried a couple different like let's send a lot of messages out and see what happens. Let's talk to our exes about the past and bring on psychologists. Like, you know, we're studying why we are single. With the implied, like, moving things forward to, you know, solve this algorithm thing. Um, so anyway, today I want to throw that all out the window. And whew, yeah, that's our sound effect. <laughs> that was my out the window sound effect. Good job. Thank you. Um, you're an actor. You, you went to grad school to do that. Actor. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> that's it. See, even better. Take two. Um, okay, so ten when reasons. you rehearse it, it gets better. <laughs> of course. So, um, so today, Ben and I have come up with together our ten reasons why being single is awesome. You can find these on our site, lovebitesready.com, as well as heritageradionetwork.org. Looking adorable up there. I love when our blog posts are on Heritage because they're just so cute. So, ten reasons why we think it's awesome being single. Ben, you want to kick us off with number one? Autonomy. Autonomy. Because, well, I mean, I just need autonomy in my life in right. general. Like, I, I'm, I commit to very little. Um, <laughs> I commit to I very... wonder why you're single. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, but, like, even in my, yeah. in my life, in my career, like, I, if I wanted to right now, I could move to L.A. Mm-hmm. to go pursue acting yep. there because I don't have anyone that's tying me down to here, and that's pretty nice. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't have, like, you know, as big things as, like, moving to L.A., but even just, you know, I can do whatever I want at night. Like, Friday, I got last-minute tickets to a Bowie tribute concert at Radio City, and it was awesome, and I could do that without, like, you know, asking somebody else or checking in or having to be like, oh, no, I'm going to hang out with so-and-so. Like, I just did it. And so you can just do whatever the hell you want whenever the hell you want to. So Brilliant. that's great. Yeah. Okay, number two. <laughs> this is sort of gross, but... Just whatever we all we all do. All right, just it's ex- not gross. Well, all right, accepting our own filth. We people can be like, I don't want to shower every day when I work from home. I don't shower on days that I work from home, and I basically just put on clean pajamas and I start writing. Yeah, and if I'm just sitting on the couch watching TV, sometimes I just want to like rip a big fart and not have to <laughs> care that like you know the girl I'm dating is gonna. Smell it and be horrified. Judge me. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and I'm gonna quote what Ben had had sent me. For Ben, this means letting the farts fly all day, every day. So you could do that when there's no when there's no person of the opposite sex yeah, that you want to bed. Yeah, and I think bed. anyone who isn't like doesn't just like enjoy like <laughs> letting one go. My body made that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, and yeah. actually being like horrified at your own. Stage, yeah, and like impressed with yourself like at the same time. Agreed. Yeah. Number three. This is a big one for both of us. <laughs> um, focusing on our own career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like. Right now, I'm taking off to go to. I'm taking off in a couple weeks to go to Maine for a couple weeks. I just got back from Paris, and like that's not always the most conducive environment for maintaining a relationship. But as a single guy, it's really great, and I get to be moving my career forward and doing all sorts of awesome projects. Yeah, and like if you got a television pilot, you'd be moving to LA for a while, and that would be really rough if you had a significant other you were living with. And for them, for them, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) of course, because you'd be like, woohoo, I'm out of here. Yeah, definitely. Four. This is a big one for me. Single space. We live in New York City. It's not like we have huge... It's not like, you know, you can live with somebody and, like, you have a bedroom and you each have an office or whatever. Totally, and you have your own... My own... Yeah, I work like, from home. Yeah. Yeah, so luckily, I mean, I do have a roommate, but I have a roommate who's gone all day, and I have a large bedroom that I can work from very comfortably, and I'm also very type A with my home space. Like, I'm even doing, like, a 
21 day home cleanse right now where I continually like throw stuff out every day and it feels really good. And that would be like, I'd be throwing out somebody else's stuff See, if I were doing this. I'm next. actually the opposite. Right. Like uh, my space is kind of like a little bit of a disaster all the time. Exactly. And actually that's nice for me is I get to just kind of like leave it like that and right. not have to worry that it's your space. You know, so yeah, that's right. reason number 36, why we should not date. I'm counting. Actually, it was number... Oh, you no. and I, you mean? Yeah, you and oh, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was reason number four. Uh, number five. Guilty secret. I don't think I have any of these, really. Really? You don't have any guilty secrets that, I like... Mean, I just told you Saturday I got embarrassingly drunk, and I'm just glad that nobody else saw it. See, I feel like the person I was with would need to just be able to accept that. Okay. All right. Well, that was for me. Hitting, hidden guilty secrets. You would have like, to hide that. Well, I would just... No, I would just curb those things. I would just be on guard to not do... The thing, like, or like, I watch ten hours of Gilmore Girls because I don't feel well, and I feel like watching ten hours of Gilmore Girls or Sherlock Holmes or uh, Dollhouse or whatever it is I'm watching or Outlander or whatever, and I would just be feel really self conscious of a guy that again I, I'm I'm betting and loving on is like why are you still in bed watching Gilmore Girls? You've seen this entire show three times, right? So those are those are some of mine. Yeah, I feel like I would need a girl to watch like go on a Breaking Bad marathon with me and not have to like. See, Breaking Bad's a little bit more badass than Gilmore Girls. Yeah, Gilmore Girls is shameful. I love it. It's the best show ever. All right, number number six, self-exploration and growth. This is, yeah, this is an interesting one because obviously you want to grow with your significant other as well. But you had wrote, you had written this one to me and you said in relationships, identities often get intertwined. Single, we get to focus on what our own heart is telling us independently, which I think for me was most applicable with a 10 year relationship is like, you don't, you don't necessarily grow as an individual as sharply and uniquely when you're with somebody because you're they're seeing you through their lens you're compromising you're like you said as far as work things you know like your decisions and your choices are based up, upon being with somebody else versus totally. when you're single you can re- be really honest about what you want and how you want to be and who you want to be and i think oftentimes at the end of a relationship you have to kind of like go back and be like okay I did a lot of growing, but like what part of it is like fully me and yeah. what part of it is like this part that's also kind of attached. Right. To this and other which person. do you want to continue to embrace and which do you want to move on? That was a really good one. Bravo for that. Um, this, no, the next one is reason why 37, why you and I, um, it's good that we're not dating, uh, going solo to work functions or so for Ben, <laughs> I just don't want to have to attend someone else's functions that are boring or where like there are people who I don't like and I'm like annoyed by being there and like, right. You know, and pretending on, to have a good time. On the flip side, I hate bringing people. I have a lot of work function, functions where I get plus ones, and I hate bringing somebody and having to worry about entertaining them or that they're not going to be able to, like, roll with it and entertain themselves. Uh, that's a big one for me, actually, even, too, though, or just, like, hang out with my friends. Like, if you can't, if I have to babysit you all night, that's right. a problem. And different, and some people are just not as comfortable in social situations, so it's completely valid and legit what they're going through. But, you know, if you if you have a job where you're out a lot and socializing a lot and those lines blur, yeah, those are annoying. Focusing, number eight, focusing on ourselves, which is similar, kind of similar, but different right. than self-growth and exploration. Yeah, um, this, this was, I think, we could have called this one, like, not dealing with somebody else's baggage or whatever. Right. That, like, at the end of a long day, if you're in a shit mood, you don't want to deal with somebody else's shit mood. Or if you're in a great mood... This happened toward the beginning of the season. Like, I was in a great mood, and I show up, and a guy's like, this sucks about my life. And I had to, like, and it just brought me way down. Yeah, and that that is terrible. (laughs) Which, which, 
and you feel bad about because we're both really good partners for other people. And I feel like it's just that we naturally would lean towards being there and being supportive. And sometimes you just don't want to be there and be supportive for somebody else. You just want to be in your own shitty place or your own awesome place and not have somebody else affect that. Exactly. Yeah. All right. This is a big one for me. I know. I can tell. Could you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, number nine, nine is like, oh, I, that you put in bold letters, awaiting the next great love affair, which I feel like when you're in a relationship, sometimes, look, some, like relationships go through massive ups and downs and all sorts of crazy things happen and you feel lots of different ways about your relationship at different times. Right. Um, even though you might not necessarily want to leave it. And so like sometimes you, you're in a relationship and you're out and you like meet someone who's amazing and you're like, oh wow, like I totally would either A, like want to make out with you tonight or <laughs> have sex with you for a few weeks or maybe like fall in love with you but I've got this other thing that's really meaningful to me and it's like there can be this like anxiety about feeling great about someone else which gets like right well we've sort of i don't want to get too deep into this because we have maybe talked on the show about someone's tendency to look for the next best thing but so we're not going to keep going into that but for me this was a little bit different that um to me it's like i don't and i was actually talking with a girlfriend about this the other day i don't want the picket fence in the house in the suburbs and i do not want to have children and so i can and i've had great love in my life i've dated some amazing men who have loved me very much so i can wait for the next big thing like i love my life alone and i can wait to really be madly in love with somebody i don't feel like i have to sort of um, obviously compromises are always made, but I feel like I don't have to compromise on big things because my priorities are the top of my priority list is being in love with somebody who is my partner. And that trumps like the priorities that could be there of like finding somebody who's going to be a good father to your children or finding somebody who's going to be a good provider. Like those are not on my list. And so I can hold out for the next great love affair. And I'm excited for that. And number 10, I feel like we should have a drum roll. I can't do it. You do it. You're the actor. There you go. Last but definitely not least, alone time. I love alone time. I love alone time, too. I love it a lot. <laughs> this might be one of the biggest reasons why you and I are single. Because we're extroverted introverts. We are. No, yeah. I'm an introverted extrovert, I would say. Oh, I'm an extroverted introvert. I think I'm an introvert first, and then I'm an extrovert. Oh, maybe. But I think I used to be an extrovert. I think maybe I'm just old. I think that's where the introverted <laughs> part comes from. Um, so those are our 10 favorite things about being single and why single is awesome. Yay. Uh, yay. Uh, so we're going to take a break in a couple of seconds, but before then we want to give you a heads up about our next season. Ben is sadly going to be out of town. Well, sadly for me, he's going to be in Maine doing it's, a show. It's, it's a mixed feeling Bittersweet. For me. Yeah. So yeah. he's going to be out doing a show. What's the show called again? It's called Crossing Delancey. Crossing Delancey at the Public Theater in Maine. So I'm going to try to come up and see it because Ben is really sexy on stage, ladies. Um, so he's going to be out of town for that. So uh, I'll be kicking off our third season on April 25th. Our guest host is going to be Jonathan Weiner, who you might remember from our Handsome Actor show. We'll be chatting up the men behind Jerry Magazine. I'm very excited about that. Other upcoming shows include going to your ex's wedding, where we'll be talking about wedding etiquette when you've dated the bride. Wait, or is one of us going to our uh, yeah, one of wedding? Us, well, we're both Soon? going to the wedding. We're both going to the wedding, and one of us has dated one of them. Oh, I cannot wait to talk <laughs> to you about that. I'm starting to shake. I'm starting <laughs> to shake. It's going to be amazing. Um, so we're going to talk about going to your ex's wedding and the wedding etiquette around that and get some overall wedding advice from officiate Daniel Knighton. Um, and then we've got Chef Daniel Holtzman coming back on the show to guest co-host. 
uh, for our show about bodies in bar work with guest Marcia Polis. We've got Kim Dower from L.A. coming on to talk about how the way we speak might not be selling our best selves. We've got authors Kristen Newman and Ina Yaloff and a whole lot more. So come back and join us on April 25th for our third season. But right now we're going to take a sponsor break and we will be right back with Sherry Bea. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market, America's healthiest grocery store with more than 400 locations throughout the United States. Download the Whole Foods Market app on your smartphone for recipes, sales, information, and digital coupons. Or visit WholeFoodsMarket.com to find a store closest to you. Have you listened to A Taste of the Past? It's a show devoted to connecting our current food world with its storied past. Host and culinary historian Linda Palaccio welcomes chefs, scientists, authors, scholars, and revolutionaries into the studio to discuss food culture and history from around the globe. Have you seen the culture of food change over the past 25, 30 years? It's been incredible. Linda covers content ranging from the history of black chefs in the White House to behavioral psychology and the evolution of Italian food in America. You can listen to A Taste of the Past anytime on HeritageRadioNetwork.org or on iTunes and Stitcher. Sherry Bayer is the founder and president of Bayer Public Relations and the producer and host of All in the Industry here on Heritage Radio Network, where she interviews the behind-the-scenes talents of the restaurant industry. All in the Industry recently celebrated her 100th episode, which is super rad. Sherry is also a past president of the New York Women's Culinary Alliance. She's a member of La Dame des Scoffiers, is a contributing writer for Fathom and Thrillist, and is a fearless solo diner and traveler. Welcome to our show, Sherry. We're so glad you're here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Are you a little nervous? A little bit. I'm used to asking the questions, not answering them. Exactly. And and you don't really talk about your love life on your show. True. Right? So we're going to kick it <laughs> off with something easy. What one was your... Uh, Just wait. It gets, every question gets like... <laughs> a little, a little harder. Exponentially harder. Yeah. Um, so when did your most recent serious relationship end? And like how good or bad was it? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, my relationship, my last serious relationship, ended over five years ago. And I guess it ended badly. Well, it did. I, was, I broke up with him. Uh, basically, it was a short relationship where I fell very hard for someone oh. very fast. And then I got my heart broken oh. when I realized he was a liar and uh, he was cheating on me. And... Um, I was very heartbroken for a while. Did so. it turn you off to dating? For, first of all, sorry, and That's screw okay, that guy. <laughs> I hate, like, that, ugh. How um, long, sorry, how long did it last? It was under a year of a relationship, okay. but it was one of those 
sort of love at first sight thing. Yeah, when you we, fall hard, you fall hard. Yeah. We fell hard, but I mean, he told me he was divorced and he was still married. Like lies like that. Wow. Ooh. So I got I I was very hurt. I, I I think it was the most heartbreak I'd ever felt before. Um, and yeah, for a long time, a long time, a while, I wasn't I wasn't ready to date. I'm ready now. Right. <laughs> do you do you feel fully ready now? I do. I think I think though. I mean, all of your top 10 reasons I can relate to of why it's awesome to be single and especially the and farting solo. right yes number two 100% that was what I was going to say but um, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm good at being single and and solo I, I, I like my alone time I like doing me I dine I have my solo dining bit. I do solo travel. And so I think I embraced all of that more after this breakup where I was like, I'm just going to live my life and do my thing. And maybe someone will come in my path. Maybe I'll be dating a little bit. But I've never been one to – I'm not sitting at home waiting. Um, I'm living. And and I'm enjoying being single. So what's the – I mean, as much as I was, I meant to say this earlier, as much as with our top 10 list, like the, the flip side of everything we said is also stuff that you want sometimes too. like, you know, you want alone time, but you want together time and like you want to go to work events alone, but sometimes it's really fun to bring somebody with you. So like there's, you know, you want to deal with somebody else's baggage sometimes like there's there's the coupled, the awesome coupled aspect of that. So like what is what is the thing that feels most lacking to you if there is anything that does feel lacking about not being in a significant relationship? Um, I think, I mean, I do go to tons of events by myself. I run my own business. I do the radio show myself. I do everything alone. And it would be nice to be sharing my, uh, any, any struggles I have with someone or, and every great accomplishment I have as well with someone and have someone feel proud of me and care. We're all nodding. Yeah. Like sad. Oh, yeah. And I think the only time really I feel lonely is when i'm when i'm sick like that's when i feel like "Uh, nobody's here to bring me soup yeah Yeah. so yeah it would be great to have someone in my life um i feel for me work and social i i can't separate I'm, i'm very social i go out a lot i i meet tons of people i don't tend to meet people that ask me out on dates though i tend to meet a lot of um new contacts, new business contacts, new friends. Do you think that's because you're not meeting potential datees or do you think it's just because I mean you're in being in PR it's a lot about you know hooking people up. People know that you own your company and so I find like that sort of line between social and work social is sort of hard when like you're like oh I think that guy could be single and could be cute. Like so mm-hmm. are you finding that it's that you're not meeting those people or are you finding that because it's a work scenario there's sort of that wall up? I think I'm always more in business mind than I am in dating mind. And I don't invest as much time in trying to date and meet people as I do in my career. If while you were out on like a work job or event, like someone started to flirt with you, how would that, like, would you be receptive to that? Or would that kind of strike you in a, would you take you off guard? Would you flirt back? I think it depends on who. Um, but I'd be open for flirting. I'd be open to be asked out. I mean, that's also another thing I do a lot of taking the initiative and making the plans. So I think it would be nice to have someone who who wanted to to do that for me. 
prior to this relationship you talked about, you were in your 30s. Now you're in your 40s. What's was there? Was there more? Was there a difference between then and now? And like, what is? How does that manifest in dating for you? I think it's pretty similar. I think now being in my 40s. It's 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 can be harder because the the pool narrows a bit. I don't think I'm, if uh, I go on and off dating apps, and I feel I, I refuse to lie about my age. I'm I'm 43. That's it. So someone needs to be searching for 43. I get very turned off when somebody, um, I click on someone else's profile and they say they're. It says thirty six, and they're really forty six. Like mm. I don't want to. Yeah, a lot of guys do that. Do they yeah. really? Yeah, they a do. lot of guys will say. Flat out, like I'm this age and not the age that they're putting, because they want to be in that searchable category. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Someone who wants to date me needs to want to date a 43 year old woman. Totally. And I feel there's less people searching though for my age bracket now well, than there was when I was 33. Yeah, I, I I decided a couple of months ago that I'm not going to date guys online who are over 45. Because most guys who are over 45 will still put that they want women 25 to 35. And I'm sort of like, that. why do guys get to be ageist in that way? That like, I was like, because I can see myself in 10 years still being single. And I don't want to be out of a cat, like a category of people who you should be dating. If you were a 50 year old guy, right. you should be dating women in your in their 40s. You know, like what's well, right? Should so, is, you know. Should, no, but, it, but it's loose. But I mean, like guys, you're not going to see a woman who's going to be as... Uh, as pigeonholing. No, to... but women will be like, must be over f- five foot eleven. Well, that's a completely different argument. I mean, that's like, that's <laughs> like apples and oranges. Anyway, I'm just like, I feel the whole yeah. age group as far as you know. You're in a like, you should be dating. You could, you should be able to be dating people of a certain age when you are that certain age as well. Right. And so, yeah, the age thing online, it just, yeah, I don't know. Just for me as a woman, I, out of principle, I will no longer date guys who are over forty five if they have the whole age thing. So would would you say? That in your 40s the dates that you do go on that like the quality of date is lower because of the guys aren't as good or would you say like you still go on some great dates or no i don't think the quality changes i think being older is uh, i know more about who i am and what i want and and what i'm looking for and just there's just more of a uh, just knowing yourself and so i i don't think I think I'm picky, though, and I think I'm select, and I think I don't want to go on dates with people that I don't think have potential, you know, because I'm also, this is like my investing time in it. Like, I'm, I'm busy, and I feel if I go on dates, I want them to be a date that's like has the potential to be amazing. So what is your um, method of, what is your vetting process like? My vetting process? Yeah, if you were going to call out for, you know... For the men out there that you want to go out on a date, like what are what are your parameters? Well, I really I really want someone who's who's driven, who's who's got charisma. Like I'm I'm very career focused, and I feel I don't want someone who's who's like hates their job, like clock in, clock out. Like I don't really care what they do, but I want them to be have some passion. Um, I want to have an attractive. I want to be attracted to them. I want to you know I want to. Someone who enjoys food and travel, because that's my whole life. Someone who can deal or appreciate a independent, career-driven woman. Because I think, from what I've been told, that intimidates people sometimes, or men. But I want a guy who's like, wants Turned on. A, yeah. yeah. That is like one of the like most that. attractive things to me yeah. in, a, in a woman. 
I would not be interested in like a wallflower, you know, flaky. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like the idea that that women and like a successful woman intimidate men. I'm I'm almost hoping that's more like an urban legend than something that actually exists. Me too. You know. I mean, because I got like you have the best job for a man to date a woman with. Like, you know, it's like, oh, if you like food and travel, mm-hmm. you know, it's like bing, 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 bing. Um, so so going. So we talked a little bit before the show about being the single girl with the not single friends. Do you have a lot of friends who are coupled and babied or do you have other single friends? I feel most the. Well, I feel now everyone seems to be having babies of my coupled friends. I feel I have a lot of girlfriends who are single. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a mix. Um, most and 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 we were talking before the show about things they do that might annoy me. The the married couples and they I don't really get that annoyed. I mean, I do think they they see my life as being cool, and I think it is cool. You know, the the independent. You can do what you want. You can travel. You can do things. Um, I think there's pros and cons to everything, though. And um, so, what's your what's your what is the con that you wish would change, and what's the pro that you are like excited that you have? Like, if there's one thing about being single that you wish could you would be different. What would it be? Well, I think it, the 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 not being able to share with someone, or you know, have have that special person who really just loves you no matter what and and is there for you and cares and that you could share your life with um it would be nice to have all that and on the flip side i love my independence and i i love doing my own thing i wonder if we're going to be able to find a balance between these two i feel like that like we're all like we're all sort of on board with like the two extreme things about that one thing i noticed at the beginning of the interview is that we which we all have in common is that our last most like serious relationship for all of us is the one that ended in the most heartbreak for all of us. And since that relationship, actually, I don't know if this is true for you or not, but I know for you and I, since that relationship, we've been the single for the longest amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering just what the link is between those two things. And if, if, if you think there's any connection there or not, Sherry. Um, no, it's true for me too, and I'm not sure. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm still hung up on the last relationship, and that's why I'm not in one. I just think I'm living my life, and um, I'm happy single, and so I don't know if. But does it maybe get harder to let someone in? I'm wondering that for myself. Like, is it harder now for me to let someone in now that I had my been crushed, and is that why I've been single for so long? Well, no, I can agree with that. Yeah. Because I do think there's a wall that you put up or I've put up that you, you want to protect yourself and you want to protect your feelings and you don't want to get hurt again. So I can relate with I that. I don't think I personally have that problem. I think mine was just timing. It was like my late 20s and then like a bunch, a bunch of big changes happened in my life. You know, like my health changed and my career changed and I grew up a little bit. Like now I'm 34, you know, so I feel like mine, like now I'm definitely ready and I have been for a while. I don't think I'm having that problem, Ben, but I won't know until I'm in that position. So, um, well, before before we go to our final segment, I think we should introduce a little bit of 
fun into our show since it's our last one of the season. A little something to look forward to for next season. Exactly. Um, so, so we're going to start doing Never Have I Ever now and then with our guests because it's really fun and sort of dirty. And so Sherry is going to she's, she's <laughs> physically in. pulling into herself <laughs> right now. So now and then we're going to start just doing uh, when we have serious conversations like this. When we're going to pull in a Never Have I Ever round now and then. So Ben, you said I brought an, I brought in a list and I have it. This is a small part of a gigantic list I have at home. So you said there were a couple favorites that you had. So why don't you kick us off? Okay, we'll I, li- do, I like right. the first one. The first one. I've so do ne- it. Never have I ever fantasized about a friend's partner. Fantasized about a friend's partner. I have. You have. I'm sure I have. Like no, nobody's coming to mind right now. I think I have. You think you yeah. have? Do you yeah. remember the specific person? No. But you're pretty sure. I feel like this is just one thing that we do. Yeah. Okay. So so all of us have it's done that. It is fair. Know, fair. Okay. Um, never have I ever kissed someone and regretted it. I've totally done that. Have you? Oh God, yeah. That date what I mentioned a couple about? months ago. Like I did the guy. I well, why do you regret it? it? Because his because his breath was sort of not awesome, and like I didn't want to kiss him. It was like the end of a date, and he walked me to the subway, and he asked me out again, and I was just sort of like trying to get on the subway, and so I let him kiss me, and then I was even like just like relax into it, just enjoy the kiss, just enjoy the kiss. But we didn't. It wasn't a good kiss. It was a bad kiss, and I didn't want to see the and guy. Your life and, is worse for having done it. No, but I just de- the taste stayed with me. So you know, so okay, I have yeah. kissed someone and regretted it. Sherry, yes, yeah. Why? Why did you regret it? I don't remember, but I know I have. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like you know when you're this age, you've kissed enough. Yeah, you've kissed you've kissed enough frogs, <laughs> Ben. I've kissed some frogs, but I mean, but you don't, I don't regret, regret it. it. I mean, look, whatever. Right. Who cares? Oh, I right, kissed a couple of people. Who, like, it didn't work out. Like, All right, whatever. why don't you pick one more? Pick a pick okay. a pick a scandalous one. Okay. Um... Never have I ever... Oh, God, that one's hilarious. We'll save that for next season, everyone. <laughs> so stay tuned. Never have I ever cheated on my boyfriend or girlfriend. Jacqueline, you want to start that one off? I have, but I'm not going to give any details. Okay. And it wasn't necessary. Like, well, yeah, I'm not going to give any details, but... Would, never would again. I'll just say I that. I have not. Good for you. Yeah, good for me. Ben. <laughs> It depends how you define cheating. Exactly, like, yeah, so... <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I have never slept with anyone while I was sleeping, while I was there dating someone else. Okay. But I may have, like, made out with someone, which was just kind of, like, flirting, you okay. know? Which, uh, or that's how I'll justify You're, this it. This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> okay, let's do one more a fun one before, a fun one before we... Because I feel like I want to start explaining why I'm not a horrible human being, but I don't want to start explaining why I'm not a horrible human being, so... Okay. I don't think you're a horrible Thank human you. being at all. Thank I think you. you're fabulous. Thank you, Sarah. Okay, the, then a fun one to yes. send us off. Never have I ever experienced love at first sight. Oh. No, I have. I have. Twice, I think. Yeah. I feel like I experienced love at first sight, like... 70 <laughs> times per month. <laughs> like, love at first sight is the easy part. The love yeah. at long time sight is the oh. hard thing. My two most know? serious relationships, the first day I saw both of those guys. The 10-year guy, the first day I saw him, and then the guy later on in life who broke my heart. I saw them, I was like, oh, that's him. Yeah. Sherry? Yes, I have. Yeah. I believe in it. I totally believe in love at first sight. Me too, still. Awesome. I want love at first sight Me too. Again. I want love yeah. at first sight too. <laughs> All right. Yay. So before we close out our final show of our second season and we say goodbye to Ben for a couple weeks. So Ben is going to come be coming back. We're going to have that pre-recorded going to an ex's show, wedding show. So Ben, you will hear ben, Ben's voice in it's May. Because we, right we can't go too long without it. But before okay. then, so I've only got two weeks until we kick it off again. Ben has a couple weeks. Sherry, we're going to ask you the same question. What is something, what is like a goal with 
dating and relationships that you're setting out for yourself for the near future. So let's just say however long that is to you, what might be something that you want for yourself? Sherry, you want to take this off? Um, I would just, uh, I'd just like to go on, go on some more dates. I mean, that's kind of, I haven't been dating that much, to be honest. So how are you going to make that happen? If you were going to say now that now, as of April 4th and the next month, Sherry, you're going to go out on more dates. So how are you going to do it? I think I'm going to work on a tip that I learned on your show from Erin Fairbanks. And it was something of her, of uh, her smile, smile, five warm, five warm smiles. Smiles. smile theory. Yes. yes. Five warm smiles. Which is harder than you think. I'm going to work on one. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> one warm smile. And because I thought that was brilliant. And it I think is. it's so true that I, I go around, everyone goes around. The we kind of are. On. Yeah. Blinders on, don't smile at people, so I'm going to try that method. That is a great, great call. Excellent. Excellent. How about you, Benjamin? I am uh, dedicating the next few months to just having more fun with dating and to abandon the idea of like looking for love or looking for a relationship or analyzing you know, my dating scenarios and just like really flirting as much as possible with any person who I think is attractive and just like seeing where it goes with the sole intent of having a good time. Awesome. 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 You um, I will. Awesome. awesome. Wait, was that awesome guys? Awesome. <laughs> okay. Awesome, awesome. 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 Um, Michael, actually, like, I still, I'm off the dating sites. I was on Tinder for, like, 40 hours. And I was like, that's it. I'm bored. I'm done. Um, and I I've didn't not even get gone. to see you. I didn't even get to I know. swipe by well, you. I, well, I kept trying to narrow my search criteria so that you and I would get matched up. But it did didn't. you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> just out of curiosity. Well, because I know so many people on Tinder. I was like, why am I? I just was swiping for a familiar face, and it didn't happen. I was like, screw this. Um, so, no, I'm off dating right now. Not off dating. I'm off the dating sites. And my goal for the next month, we'll say, is to sort of a combination of what you guys were saying. It's like do the warm smiles thing flirt in real life like the flirting guy we talked about last week i don't think was really flirting which we're not going to get into um but it felt good to you know to be flirting and so i'm just going to flirt with people and i just want to enjoy being single again like i really did have an aha moment the other day when i was walking my dog and i was like i can choose to be in a better mood about this again i feel like i shouldn't let the studious aspect of the show make me feel in a cranky mood. You definitely shouldn't. I shouldn't, and it's a choice. And so the other day, I made a choice, and I was like, screw it, I'm going back to being happy about this. And I came up with the 10 reasons why being single is awesome idea, and I'm in a better mood today on the show already from it. So the next month, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to choose to be happy about being single for the next month, and if dating happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. And that is my goal for the month. For all of our listeners who like listening to this show because they can commiserate and feel depressed... Watch out because next season the two of us are just going to be in great moods, great moods all the time, all the time. So you better get used to it. Yeah, basically. So Sherry, thank you so much for coming on our show today. We thank really you. appreciate it, listeners. You can find more about Sherry on our site, LoveBitesRadio.com. That is our final show for the second season. I'm feeling warm and fuzzy. Um, So thanks so much, everybody, for listening. We hope that you spend the next couple of weeks catching up on past episodes. Please tweet to us. Write to us at lovebitesradio at gmail.com. Review us on iTunes if you haven't. We keep on asking you, and everybody's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then we have like the same eight reviews that we've had. So please keep reviewing us. That helps us out a lot. Come back on April 25th to join me with Jonathan Weiner and the Jerry Mag Boys, and I will not be sitting here crying about Ben not being here. I'll be in Maine crying. I'll be in. I'll be here crying. Um, 
until then, thanks as always to our engineer David, who is yeah, he's uh, we adore him. I like I get to stare at his face every day from my chair. I love it, love it. Uh, thanks to David. Our theme song for season two has been "You Better You Bet," covered by Robbie Gill, who you can find at robbiegill.com. We're coming back with a new theme song for season three, and we are Jacqueline Raposo and Ben Rosenblatt. I will be back in a few weeks here at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. See ya. for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.